Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. Journey with me as I go down various rabbit holes to explore the best Plan B options for you. This episode is brought to you by On Call Capital. On Call Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. On Call Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes, you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. And now on with the show. Welcome to the rabbit hole on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. And throughout my journey in finding a Plan B, I've gone down numerous rabbit holes to figure out which ones work for me. And since I've done some of this research already, I only think it's right to bring that information to fellow healthcare professionals to help aid in your search. As always, it's important for you, the listener, to do your own research and form your own opinions. Everyone's situation is unique, and a plan B that works for one CRNA doesn't always work for another. Self-awareness is the key in any decision you make, since you must have an accurate grasp of your own strengths, weaknesses, and goals. Today's topic is a continuation and conclusion of our last rabbit hole. Our rabbit hole of the day is, dun, 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 restaurants, part two. If you'll remember last time we talked about the differences between independent ownership and franchising and pros and cons with each, as well as diving into the size and scope of the restaurant industry and the opportunity available to you. And we also discussed the varying restaurant styles that are available for you to choose from. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you check it out. Lots of great info in there. Now, during today's episode, what I'd like to do is go over how you can get started, including starting costs and roadblocks as well as some helpful resources. And of course, a final pros and cons. Let's jump in. Starting a restaurant requires careful planning and preparation. So I wanted to give you guys a step-by-step guide to help you get going on the right foot. So number one is research and concept development. So you're going to need to dive deep into that market research to understand current trends in your area, consumer preferences, and potential competition. Developing a unique concept that differentiates your restaurant from others in the area is really important part. And it's also important for potential franchisers because you don't want to choose a restaurant business that has already saturated your particular market. Now, step two is taking a lot of that information, that market research, and incorporating it into a business plan. You'll want to create a comprehensive business plan that outlines your concept, your target market, your pricing strategy, marketing plan, and financial projections. And this is going to be crucial when seeking funding or attracting potential investors. It doesn't have to be the end-all, be-all, but it should be thorough enough to present to potential investors and banks. Step three, financing. Determine the startup cost of your restaurant, which can vary significantly depending on factors such as location, size, and concept. Typical costs run in the six-figure range, and they include lease or purchase of a property, kitchen equipment, permits and licenses, initial inventory, marketing expenses, and of course, staff wages. You can use funding options such as personal savings, loans, partnerships, angel investors, and online crowdfunding. 
And in truth, you may actually need to use a combination of a few of those in order to get off the ground. And that can also help build a buzz for your restaurant. Number four, location and design. Find a suitable location that aligns with your concept and target market. You'll want to consider factors such as foot traffic, parking availability, visibility, and lease terms. For example, down here in the Clearwater Palm Harbor area, there were a lot of restaurants along US-19, a very popular highway. However, they changed 19 to actually start having exit ramps to help with that increased traffic. So even though many restaurants still had pretty good visibility, others lost their visibility and it also became more confusing to even get to these restaurants. And that resulted in a lot of shutdowns. There are other considerations too. Depending on the condition of the place you choose, you may need to collaborate with an architect or designer to create an inviting and functional space. And if you're a franchisor, the larger company is going to help you with all of this too. So that's a plus for the franchisors. Number five, you want to take into account legal requirements. You'll want to learn about and obtain all necessary permits, licenses, and certifications that are required by your local, state, and federal regulations. This includes health department approvals, liquor licenses, employment certifications, and more. These are going to differ depending on your zoning and your menu and your dining options. If you're planning to serve alcohol, of course, you'll need to know these requirements inside and out. Number six, menu development. You'll want to craft a menu that showcases your culinary skills and caters to your target market's preferences. Focus on quality, consistency, and a balance between creativity and profitability. Lean into what you want for sure, but also have an idea of what's lacking in your local market if you can. And of course, if you're choosing the franchise route, then you're all set with this to begin with. Step seven, hiring and training. You're going to want to surround yourself with experienced individuals who can complement your own skill set. So hiring talented chefs, managers, servers, and support staff is important. And if you don't have experience with doing this, you'll need someone on your staff who does. If you're more mom and pop and you have a pretty small staff, this may not apply so much. But having a comprehensive training program for new hires can help to ensure consistent service and adherence to your restaurant's values. And finally, number eight marketing and promotion. This one is so important. You'll want to develop a strategic marketing plan to create awareness and attract customers to your restaurant. And this isn't a one-size-fits-all here. You, you notice that word strategic. It's not enough to do just one thing and hope that it works. So you'll need to spread it around between social media platforms, local advertising, influencer partnerships, and community involvement to build a strong brand presence. Now, normally. I bring up resources near the end of the show, but I actually want to bring it up now because it's such a, an important component to getting started on the right foot. Acquiring knowledge and building a network within the restaurant industry can greatly enhance your chances of success. So I have three valuable resources for you to consider. The first is the National Restaurant Association or NRA. The NRA provides a wealth of information, research, and educational resources for restaurant owners and aspiring entrepreneurs. Their website offers industry trends, operational tips, legal guidance, and access to events and webinars. So check out their website at www.restaurant.org. Number two is the Culinary Institute of America, or CIA. The CIA is a renowned institution that offers culinary education and resources for aspiring chefs and restaurant owners. 
They provide courses, workshops, and online resources to enhance your culinary skills, management abilities, and industry knowledge. You can explore their programs and resources at www.ciachef.edu. And finally, number three, restaurantowner.com. This website offers a comprehensive range of resources, tools, and templates that are specifically tailored to restaurant owners. From business plan templates to financial spreadsheets, marketing guides, and operational checklists, restaurantowner.com can be a valuable asset in your restaurant journey. So make sure you check out their website. And of course, these resources, you know, this list is not exhaustive. There are so many other resources out there as well. But as useful as online and written resources are, networking is equally important in the restaurant business. Attend industry conferences, join local restaurant associations, and connect with other restaurant owners and professionals in your area. If you surround yourself with people who have experience in the restaurant industry, they can provide you with valuable insights, mentorship, and support throughout your journey. Now, next up, I want to discuss those startup costs and roadblocks. Okay, I mentioned that starting a restaurant requires a significant financial investment. The startup costs can vary depending on numerous factors, but on average, you can expect to spend between $175,000 to $750,000 or more, depending on the size and the concept of your restaurant. It's important to conduct a thorough financial analysis and create a realistic budget to ensure that you have adequate funds to cover all of your expenses. And this is where having somebody with real life experience in the industry can make all the difference in the world because they can help keep you in check with your financial projections. Now, let's discuss some of those common roadblocks aside from financing that aspiring restaurant owners are probably going to face. Number one is that intense competition. Okay, The restaurant industry is highly competitive and standing out from the crowd can be challenging. So differentiating your concept, providing exceptional food and service, and creating a memorable dining experience are crucial elements to attracting and retaining customers. Number two, operational challenges. Running a restaurant involves managing various complex operations simultaneously, from inventory management to staff scheduling, maintaining quality control, and ensuring food safety. These operational challenges require careful attention and effective systems. I just think about how quickly fruits and vegetables go bad in my fridge, and I'm only planning for my family. So think about planning to feed a couple hundred or more every day, and and they're all choosing different things off of your menu. There's likely to be a feeling out period in the beginning. And finally, staffing and turnover. Finding and retaining skilled and reliable staff is a persistent challenge in the restaurant industry. High turnover rates, especially in front of house positions, can impact service quality and customer satisfaction. We talked about training programs to help with that consistency, but there's also the the matters of offering competitive wages and fostering a positive work environment. They can also have a big impact on your overall turnover. Now, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Let's take a moment to explore the pros and cons of starting your own restaurant. First is a pro, creativity and passion. Owning a restaurant allows you to express your culinary creativity and share your passion for food with others. Next is a con, high failure rate. It's important to acknowledge that the restaurant industry does have a pretty high failure rate. Success requires hard work, dedication, and continuous adaptation to changing market dynamics. Next is a pro, independence and entrepreneurship. 
as an independent restaurant owner, you have the opportunity to be your own boss and build a business according to your vision and values. It's a bit different as a franchise owner, of course, since you are going to have to answer to others. But for the most part, you're still running a restaurant on your own terms. Next is a con, and this one's a big one, long hours and work-life balance. Ask anyone in the restaurant business, and they'll tell you that restaurant ownership often involves long working hours, including working weekends and holidays. Maintaining a healthy work-life balance can be really challenging, particularly if this is more of a side project for you. It's going to take a lot of your time. Next is a pro, community and satisfaction. Restaurants have the power to bring people together, create memorable experiences, and contribute to the local community. The satisfaction of seeing happy customers enjoying your food, it really is priceless. Our final con, financial risks. The initial startup costs, ongoing expenses, and potential market fluctuations pose financial risk for you. It's crucial to have a solid financial plan and access to adequate funding to help mitigate that risk. There are also many other startups out there that cost significantly less than restaurants do to get off the ground. But finally is our last pro, profit potential. Yes, it's high risk, but there's no cap on your monthly salary. And if your concept is successful, then your profit is really only limited by your ability to scale your restaurant. Now, in conclusion, starting your own restaurant can be an incredibly rewarding and fulfilling journey. It is kind of a high-risk, high-reward endeavor, but you can reduce your risk by thoroughly researching your market, developing a unique concept, and creating an accurate and effective business plan. There will undoubtedly be challenges and roadblocks along the way, so you'll need to be ready for them. That's where industry resources and surrounding yourself with experienced restaurateurs can help you. With passion, determination, and a strong focus on delivering exceptional food and service, you can carve out a place in the vibrant restaurant industry. So if you feel so inclined, get out there and chase your culinary dreams. Now, along with the resources mentioned earlier during the show, there are a ton of others out there. So I've put links to a bunch of them in the show notes for you to check out. So head over there and see what you think. And that's going to do it for today's show. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. And the show only grows because of you guys. So Make sure you share it with a friend, family member, or colleague to help them on their side income journey. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or rabbit hole topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming show, just put it in your review of the podcast. I check those all the time, and I cover those questions in future episodes. If you'd like to know more about me and gain access to passive investment opportunities, make sure to find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Until next time. Stay safe and take care of each other out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by OnCall Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find OnCall Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.